Hello, my dear friends. I hope you're having a fantastic week and you're taking advantage of winter. Why? Well, winter is the season of rest and rejuvenation, and it can be really good for the nervous system. Don't be treating your winter like summer. Today, we are going to talk about the thyroid and the adrenal connection and why this is important. And this is a topic that I learned a lot about when uh, I first started functional medicine practice years ago. This is very important because doctors are not taught this. I was not taught about an adrenal thyroid connection in school, nor was I ever even taught about the adrenals when I was in nurse practitioner school. I was taught about a few things when it came to the adrenals and thyroid, but not any connection at all. So we have to understand how vital of a topic this really is, because think about this. When it comes to the state of the thyroid right now, one in 300 people have a thyroid issue. One in 300 people. I mean, you probably know two or three people in your graduating class from high school, right? But imagine that nowadays it's probably closer to one in 150. It's just we get it underdiagnosed and we don't get it addressed. And hypothyroidism, an underactive thyroid, is one of the most common, if not the most common, endocrinological uh, issue that you could face. So it's very important that we talk about thyroid health and its connection to the adrenals. And before we get into that, I wanted to really quickly talk to you about a couple things. We just launched the Nurse Doza Instagram. I have been more active in it uh, lately, which is really incredible. And I see the, the engagement. I'm always, I mean, the other day I was posting about my lunch for crying out loud and people were excited about what I was eating. I was, it was sardines and chips. Uh, ma, it was really, really great. And, and if you're on that, please go in, get some health tips. I want to hear back from you, especially if you're in Austin. It's a lot of local play too that you can come into the Nurse Doza Clinic. We're always posting things we're doing here. So be sure to give it a follow. And of course, if you prefer watching the podcast, go search Nurse Doza on YouTube. And we have a lot of great shorts on there as well, so uh, feel free to go explore. All right, let's get into this episode. Class is in session. What you need to know about the adrenal thyroid connection is that there's hormones involved. What you really need to know about the adrenal glands is that they're a hormone factory. Your thyroid gland makes thyroid hormones. You've heard of them as T3, T4. There's also something called reverse T3. And that's a lab test that you can measure as well, which a lot of times practitioners don't order. But if you're looking at the adrenal glands, they are a hormone factory. They make lots of hormones. I'm talking lots of hormones, like three, four times more hormones than other glands. And the first thing you need to know about the thyroid adrenal connection is that the adrenals are activated first. When I say they're activated first, let's go into hormones real quick. So the way that I understand hormones, hormones are just signals from the brain. Essentially, they're, they're the stress response to our stress in our life that we're encountering at that moment. Think about this. If you eat something, you're going to spike your insulin that then spikes your leptin. If you activate your adrenal glands, it activates your adrenals to overproduce hormones. And like I said, they're a hormone factory. That directly involves a connection to the thyroid where there's this teeter-tot effect. One goes up, one goes down when it comes to thyroid issues. Okay, 
But when it comes to hormones, it's the same thing. One hormone goes up, one hormone goes down. So if the adrenals go up, guess what it does to the thyroid? It pushes them down. There is a direct connection between an overactive adrenal gland and an underactive thyroid gland. You have to see the bigger picture when it comes to holistic care. And, and some people are not taught this, even in, in medical school, nurse practitioner school, uh, PA school. If you go through hormone training, okay, I was taught about the thyroid. And I was taught if the thyroid's off, you give them one medication called Synthroid, and hopefully that fixes everything. And if you can't fix it, then you got to send them to a specialist and they got to scan the thyroid and figure out what's going on. Well, if one in 300 people have a thyroid issue, there's a lot of people going to the doctor complaining about their thyroid. When I was first in practice, I found out about this connection to the adrenal glands and I actually discovered it through lab work. And it made sense because, you know, the people that were coming in with thyroid issues always were stressed. I mean, yes, they were stressed about their thyroid issues and their hypothyroidism, but here's what's really fascinating about uh, hypothyroidism, which is an underactive thyroid. It doesn't look like it's supposed to, all right? When I was in school, an underactive thyroid meant this person was overweight, right? That they had a sluggish metabolism. Maybe they were cold all the time, right, body temperature-wise. And then a person that had an overactive thyroid, they were skinny, and they had a rapid heart rate, and, and they were hot all the time, right? That's what the clinical textbook still is taught to this day in medical school and nurse practitioner school, and that's what it comes to being taught when it comes to diagnosing and treating the thyroid. No mention about the adrenals. No mention at all. The adrenal glands are activated whenever you're stressed, Okay, whenever you're stressed, the adrenal glands make hormones in response to stress. Some of the hormones that adrenal glands make in response to stress are known as cortisol. You know this hormone. You've heard of this hormone. It is the stress hormone, right? I say this in quotations. Your adrenal glands make a lot of cortisol based off your stress in your life. Take an inventory of your life right now, how much stress is in your life at this moment. And you have to imagine if you have any kind of amount of stress in your life, you're producing a decent amount of cortisol from the adrenal glands. Your stress activates your adrenal glands just to make the cortisol regardless of whether you realize it or not. It just happens. And because of life and because of stress and because of adrenal glands and because of cortisol, then you have because an underactive thyroid. You see the equation? It's a hormone imbalance that is affecting a domino effect, right? Like you have one go up, one go down. The adrenals are overproducing cortisol. It suppresses the thyroid and it deliberately causes the thyroid to be suppressed and not produce hormones like it should. And if you go to the doctor's office and you get treated for an underactive thyroid and you get put on things like Synthroid, here is the conundrum. For years in practice, I saw women coming in on Synthroid and thyroid hormones, and they were screwed up. What would happen was they, they took the medicine, they took Synthroid, and it worked at first, but it didn't work after three or four months. Okay, it didn't work after a year. So what do you do? Naturally, you increase the dosage. Well, Synthroid is a fascinating hormone, but we'll get into that in a minute. But here's the thing. If you know that the adrenals are activated first, and that's the first thing you got to understand about a thyroid and adrenal connection, here's another thing you have to understand. 
like I said, if your adrenals overproduce cortisol, then overactive adrenals definitely suppresses the thyroid leading to your hypothyroidism. When you go to the doctor finally and you're complaining about maybe weight gain or you're tired or your hair and skin and nails are changing, which can happen in thyroid issues. You go to the doctor and they check one test, almost guaranteed, like 100% of the time. If you go to the doctor's office, the practitioner will be trained to order one test when it comes to your thyroid health, TSH. TSH, thyroid stimulating hormone. This is the exact test I was taught. This is the test I was taught to treat uh, with when it comes to medication. If this number is high, the TSH is high, you have an underactive thyroid. It's backwards. It's not like the number goes high and it's a good thing. No, if your TSH goes high, you have an underactive thyroid. That means the thyroid is shutting down. And what you do is you give a medication like levothyroxine, otherwise known as Synthroid, and you give this medication to hopefully put the TSH back in a healthy number. While this is going on, years go by with the patient. And especially if this is a female patient, like I said, the medication worked at first. But if this female patient is taking Synthroid and they're still in a toxic environment, whether it's work or at home, guess what's going on with the adrenal glands? They're still firing cortisol. They're firing a lot of cortisol. And guess what? Not only are the adrenal glands firing a lot of cortisol when it comes to all that toxic work environment or you know, maybe spousal abuse or you know, whatever, they're also firing adrenaline. You ever heard of adrenaline? Yeah, you know, remember Pulp Fiction, that movie, right? When they stuck the needle in Uma's chest? That was epinephrine. You've heard an EpiPen, right? An EpiPen will save your life. Pure adrenaline will save your life. And you imagine that your adrenals are able to produce that in times of huge amounts of stress. Like imagine it's, it, you're, you're having to get the biggest project done under the least amount of time possible. Somehow you get it done. Under the impossible odds, you got it done. Imagine the adrenaline and cortisol that are being produced while you're finishing that project. Seriously, think about this. If you like your stress, this is what happens to you on a daily basis, whether you're in corporate or whether you're a teacher, whether you're a coach, whether you're someone who is go, go, go all the time, your adrenals are overfiring and they're overfiring cortisol production and adrenaline production and it's suppressing your TSH, which is the measurement for thyroid health. If your TSH starts going up, you have an underactive thyroid. No one goes and checks the adrenal glands. It's very hard to check adrenaline production, but you can definitely check cortisol production. There's saliva tests, there's urine tests, there's blood tests. I myself have checked cortisol myself and my clients throughout the years. It goes up and down throughout the day based off of stress. It's a very hard measurement to kind of get around. So if you think you have adrenal issues, we'll get into what to order in a second, but understand that now you can see that stress directly affects the thyroid. If you have chronic production of cortisol and adrenaline, you will directly suppress your TSH. And that means that number goes up. So imagine you go to the doctor and they check your TSH. It's at four, it's a five, it's six, it's seven. The doctor may be conservative and says, hey, it's still kind of in range a little bit. It's not heading where it should be. Let's, let's try a little medication, but you know, we'll see. Maybe they don't try medication because your TSH is at four. And you're like, well, it's still in range. Let's wait. All that time, even if you're on medication, 
all that time, adrenals are stressed out and they're firing cortisol and they're firing adrenaline. And you like your stress, so you work longer hours because you want that job promotion. Because when you finish that project, that reward, that reward is worth it. So you'll sacrifice your health. And this is what will happen in your 20s and 30s. You start developing thyroid issues when you become more stressed, when you graduate from college you get that job promotion you buy the house you have the kid right like all this is cortisol all this is adrenaline which means you're naturally going to suppress your thyroid this is just life you are almost by the time you're 25 you are going to have hypothyroidism especially if you're a female and if you say one in 300 people have a thyroid issue uh-uh more than that everyone has a thyroid issue because everyone's stressed because everyone's adrenals affect the thyroid overactive adrenals suppress the thyroid that's the, the relationship and ratio you have to see in your head. You can see it teeter-tot in your head right now. Overactive adrenals, too much cortisol, too much adrenaline, underactive thyroid, not enough thyroid hormones. And then you go to the doctor, they give you Synthroid or Levothyroxine to try to help you with that by thinking this is going to fix the equation. I, if I give you thyroid medication, I'm not going to fix the toxic environment at work. There's no way. I'm just going to make you hyperactive, right? And then what happens is your labs go up and they change right and the tsh goes in the range and a lot of times then what happens on thyroid medication especially a woman they become hyperactive on thyroid medication let's talk about that another thing you need to know when it comes to the thyroid adrenal connection is that you need to order labs you need to order labs you need to order labs for yourself the practitioner, unfortunately, is not going to order the correct labs for you when it comes to your thyroid and your adrenal health. I learned that the hard way because I went through the schooling to understand which labs to order for thyroid health. They taught us TSH and they taught us T4. Okay, I told you, they, every practitioner across the country is taught TSH, but not everyone's taught to order T4. Why? Because most doctors don't want to take care of the thyroid. It's tricky. Thyroid issues are very tricky. And the reason doctors say it's tricky is because they don't understand there's an adrenal connection. Okay? They don't understand that your adrenals overfiring suppresses your TSH. And then if they do happen to order the labs, they don't order enough labs. They don't order the right labs. So that's what I'm saying. You have to go out of your way to be an advocate for your thyroid health. If you're on thyroid medication, you should be ordering a seven-lab thyroid panel. Okay, TSH, you ready? You're going to write this down. I always want to take notes, right? You always want to take notes when you're, when you're studying in the School of Doza. The labs you need to order for your thyroid health, you need to order TSH. I do agree with that. You need to order T4. You need to order T3, okay? And there's a free and a total T4 and a free and a total T3, okay? The free is the one that's floating around your bloodstream, and the total T4 and the total T3 is what's saved up in the bank account still in the gland, right? You have a reverse T3 as well, okay? And that's the other thyroid hormone that you don't want a lot of because that means your other hormones are not being produced enough like the T4 or T3. And then you also have, you know, thyroid antibodies. And we'll get into that in a second. But then for your adrenals, you have DHEAS, Okay, this is very important because even if you take away two things from this, you say, I'm going to order one thyroid panel, I'm going to order one adrenal panel. D as in dog, H, E as in Eric, A as in apple, S as in Sam, D-H-E-A-S. We have a whole School of Doza podcast dedicated just to D-H-E-A-S and your adrenal glands. It's very quick. You should listen to it. 
but your DHAS should be ordered right alongside your TSH. And I'm sorry that you're having to learn acronyms here, but this is what labs are. You have to be an advocate for your own health. If you're not an advocate for your own health, you get missed. You fall through the cracks. You get put into a healthcare system that one, doesn't support most hormones the correct way, let alone if you're a female. And the whole reason I talk the way I do and I practice the way I do and the way I've changed my practice the way I do is because of women. Women's hormones are complex, but they don't have to be. Thyroid issues are complex, but they don't have to be. Nowadays, I give less medication for the thyroid and more support towards the adrenal glands to help balance everything out based off what the labs are telling me. If I give you levothyroxine, Cytomel is the T4 version of, 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 of the Synthroid. If I give you Synthroid and Cytomel, I'm giving you T4 and T3. Cytomel being T3, Synthroid being T4. Some of y'all have been prescribed this. Most people are prescribed Synthroid. Synthroid is not my favorite medication. Levothyroxine is not my favorite medication. It's needed in some cases, but not for most people. And it's definitely not going to fix the problem. It's just one of the three hormones that your thyroid makes. How does, give you, how does giving you one thyroid hormone fix the whole problem between the thyroid, the adrenals, your stress, et cetera, et cetera? It doesn't work that way. But if I go look and I support your adrenal glands, what it does is it takes pressure off your thyroid. It kind of gives your thyroid a chance to breathe. It gives it a chance to wake up again, actually, because if your thyroid's been suppressed this whole time, you can see it in the labs, right? Your TSH is high. Your T3, T4 is low. Your DHEAS adrenal function test will either be super high or super low based off of, you know, the time we catch it. No one's ordering your adrenal function tests when you're 20 years old, but they should be. If I could order adrenal function tests on teenagers, it would be very high. And as the course we age, it will decrease. When I start seeing adrenal function decrease, I see all your hormones decrease, including your sex hormones, because your adrenal glands also make testosterone and estrogen. That's a whole nother topic. Like the adrenal glands are fascinating. They're not just making one hormone because they're a hormone factory, they make tons. But I like the DHAS because that can check the overall function of the adrenals. I don't have to go checking cortisol. I don't have to go checking adrenaline or testosterone or estrone. I don't have to check all those. I can just check one lab, DHAS, and if it's high or low, I can tell you how you're responding to stress in real time. And then I can guess what's going on with your thyroid. You have to order it. You have to go to your doctor and order it. And if, you, if your doctor and practitioner won't do it, I will. Okay? You can book a consult with me. Go to nursedoza.com forward slash consults. I will figure out a way to get you labs. That's not a problem. And then I will run and interpret those labs with you because the whole reason we have this podcast, the whole reason we made a DHAA podcast, a TSH podcast, a T4 podcast, the reason we have the School of Doza, the reason we created an online school, was because everyone's thyroid issues are not being addressed the way they should. I'm sorry, they're not. Why do we still have all these problems? Why are we having teenagers now are just having thyroid issues way beyond what they should? Why are women having menopause at an earlier age? Why are women put on birth control for their entire life and for something as simple as acne? We're messing with women's hormones, stress is not helping, and next thing you know, you're not even ordering the right labs for the individual. And you have to be an advocate for yourself. Seriously. That's why I'm telling you. That's why you're listening to this. There's another thing you can do and you can know about your thyroid and adrenal connection is that the adrenal support that you are going to start 
after this podcast because I know you. The adrenal support that you're going to start is going to help your Hashimoto's. All right. We have a whole, I think we have three or four podcasts dedicated to the thyroid. Maybe one of them, maybe three of them, or maybe all of them talk about Hashimoto's. I could have a whole podcast just about Hashimoto's, but here's what I learned in clinical practice. There's a test to check for Hashimoto's, which Hashimoto's is an autoimmune disorder of your thyroid. If you have untreated, unmanaged, under-controlled hypothyroidism, even with medication, you can still develop an autoimmune disorder like Hashimoto's. And in most cases, Hashimoto's is developed and comes from the idea that you never treated the adrenal glands to begin with when it came to your thyroid issue. I will repeat that. If you have Hashimoto's right now, one of the major causes of your Hashimoto's was the fact that you have adrenal burnout. If I look at your labs right now, your adrenals are toast. Your adrenal glands respond to stress. And like I said, if they are overactive over the course of a lifetime, it suppresses your thyroid. You start taking thyroid medication, even Armour Thyroid, MP Thyroid, you know, WP Thyroid, whatever compounded thyroid medication you can get. If you still don't support the adrenal glands, your Hashimoto's will never get better. Period. Your Hashimoto's is an autoimmune disorder, which means it was created after dysfunction in the body. Your body's dysfunction was the idea that your body thought your thyroid was sick. Hashimoto's means your thyroid's sick or inflamed. If you measure thyroid health, make sure you ask your practitioner to add in the thyroid antibody test, TPO, thyroid perioxidase. I order this test sometimes just completely by itself. But I always order TPO and TSH together. Like it's a non-negotiable. Even if you have Hashimoto's or you don't, TPO should be lowered. It shouldn't be high. I have people with Hashimoto's that live with TPO for a long time, a very long time, like years, and they are inflamed all the time. It's, you know what it's like to live with an autoimmune disorder. An autoimmune disorder like Hashimoto's, it's horrible. Like I, women especially, they just feel horrible. And they're tired all the time. They go to bed tired. They're inflamed. They're swollen. This is exactly what happens with adrenal burnout. The person's sick and tired all the time. If you go measure the TPO in a person with Hashimoto's, it's high. I have labs here that show that adrenal supplementation will actually lower TPO. Let me repeat that. For people who have Hashimoto's, if you have elevated thyroid peroxidase levels, TPO levels, supplementation to help support your adrenal glands will help possibly lower your TPO. I would still say you have to take care of your toxic environment. If you need to, break up with them. Move out. You are worth it. I find it fascinating that hormones can be this simple, but they really are. Adrenals are the first thing activated in your stress. It's called the hypothalamus pituitary adrenal access. For all you nerds out there, go study it. You'll see how it talks about how cortisol is activated from the adrenal glands. But the way I understand the adrenal glands is that they're not just making one hormone at one time. They make hormones at different times throughout the day in response to other things. If you wake up in the morning, your adrenal glands just start making cortisol because you're awake. Your brain starts making cortisol because sunlight hits it. 
you start making adrenaline just because you're late for work, right? I mean, it, it, you start making testosterone and estrogen when you're in menopause or menopause just because your testes or ovaries can't make it anymore. Your body just responds to stress whether you realize it or not. Hashimoto's is basically that you didn't respond to stress well enough. And no medication in the world is going to support it until you get your adrenal glands under control. Seriously, Hashimoto's is an inflammatory issue, an autoimmune if that, that with the thyroid is not getting the help it needs. And this is how you're going to help it. Another thing you need to know about the thyroid adrenal connection is that the liver is involved. You will hear me talk about the liver. Every single podcast, if you take my classes in the School of Doza, you will hear about the liver all the time. If you want a supplement, Liver Prime is the, is the one I'm really loving at the moment. The liver is directly involved in all hormone regulation. But the liver is also directly involved in thyroid health. The liver helps convert the levothyroxine, the T4, the Synthroid, all your T4 hormones into T3. Your liver helps convert the Synthroid into the active form it wants to be, the thyroid hormone T3. That is the most potent thyroid hormone our bodies can make. We want a lot of T3. And you are given Synthroid and Levothyroxine with the idea that your body is going to convert the Levothyroxine and the Synthroid over to the active form of hormone we want, which is the T3. The liver does that. But one in four people in this country have a fatty liver, which means if one in 300 people have a thyroid issue and one in four people have a fatty liver, how many people are converting the Synthroid over to the T3? Not a lot. And then you imagine that conversion is not happening. You order the reverse T3. That reverse T3 is high. And I'm like, oh man, you're not converting your Synthroid at all. What's blocking it? There's lots of things that can block the conversion of a Synthroid to a T3 conversion. A fatty liver. If you start supplementing to take care of your liver, your thyroid medication works better. Your TSH improves. Your thyroid improves. Your inflammation goes down if you have Hashimoto's. And if you definitely support your adrenal glands, here's the connection between the adrenals and the liver. Remember our old friend cortisol? Remember that stress hormone that you're making right now when you're thinking about it? Cortisol is released in times of stress. And what cortisol does is it increases your blood sugar. Cortisol increases your blood sugar. So when you're stressed out, even if you hadn't eaten breakfast or lunch, your blood sugar is still high. Why? Because you have a bunch of stressful cortisol being floated around your body, which is spiking your blood sugar. What do you think that's doing to your insulin? What do you think that's doing to your metabolism? You know where all that excessive blood glucose goes after your cortisol spiked it in the morning? All that glucose goes into your liver. Cortisol from the adrenal glands causes gluconeogenesis in the liver, which is an excess production and storage of glucose called glycogen in your liver. That's not good. Excessive glucose in your liver is causing fatty liver disease or non-alcoholic fatty liver disease. Think about what I just said. 
your stress can literally cause you to have a fatty liver, become a diabetic, and you never even eat anything. All from stress. And if your liver is fatty, that's directly also going to hurt your liver, uh, hurt your thyroid. So even the medication you're taking is still not going to help. And hopefully I didn't confuse you here, but let me kind of conclude this for you. Let me wrap this up. The thyroid and the adrenals have a connection. If you have thyroid issues, your, adre your adrenal glands are directly involved. I would check labs and make sure you're an advocate for yourself. I gave you the labs. Go back and ask your practitioner to, to read them. If they won't, I will. And if your labs you know, ordered by your practitioner, you want me to read them, I'll be happy to. I have tons of people who do that in our consults. If you want supplements to support your thyroid adrenal gland, you need to support your adrenal glands. It's the non-negotiable. My favorite supplement to support the adrenal glands is our Zen. I've been taking our Zen every morning. I take one pill in the morning. It's my happy pill. If you're super stressed, you're going to have a stressful day, I would take two. Some people take it at night. Their vitamins, bovine adrenal gland, and herbs directly to help your adrenal glands. And I've seen it reflected in labs. Everything that I talk about when it comes to supplements, we measure it in the labs. The reason I know these supplements work and I keep promoting them is because think about liver prime. Liver prime has NAC and alpha lipoic acid and selenium and milk thistle. Milk thistle alone will help repair a damaged liver. So you imagine you're on thyroid medication. You're like, I should be taking adrenal support and liver support. You're right. If you're on thyroid medication right now, the takeaway is you should be taking our Zen, our liver prime, adrenal and liver support. If you want to learn more about your body and your health issues, go join our online school, schoolofdoza.com forward slash sign up. Tuition is $1. Invest in yourself. If you follow us online, please subscribe and review. I appreciate every single one of them. And last but certainly not least, I want all of y'all to be well. Thank you so much for joining. Class is concluded. Keep working on your health.